Hallelujah. So good to be back online again as we look forward to the midweek meal and edifying and trust God for his goodness to speak to our hearts and lead us on. Hallelujah. Let's worship him who's worthy. Hallelujah, Lord. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Hallelujah. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you, Lord, our Father. We worship you. Holy is your name. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Oh, blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Karazikatala bokurusti. Krasagele bokuzokustene jembrata. Kapayala kasufala chentera prusto frevete. Oh, we worship you, Kremelina Magasta, Mazika Paratala Kasta. We give you thanks, Nemondo Prezike Meteliste Meseliente. You created this world. It's yours, Lord Rapa. This earth is yours, Marakasta Lapa. The fullness of it is yours, La Prasta Parbeleche Creste La Fava Layanta. We give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, La Pristolo Santo. Hamazara Casta, you created it to be inhabited. Loposto Cruvedele Gebranda. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, blessed be your holy name, blessed be your holy name. Sumambra la Kelbara Santa Rakalpata Casta. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Prusulunde Riketora Casta Prala Vinte Manacusto. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Worthy, 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 worthy. Worthy is the Lamb that was slain, Halabosa Torontoyo, to receive glory and honor, wisdom and thanksgiving. All riches are yours, Leprapala Sifreventele, Yukasifreli, you're worthy. Mabrakasta, La Parakasta, Tremazokos, Kemetreli, Palachasta, Prakasika. Halekosto prezikene paranda parfelet rekisto rabalanda reboskoto brestovente. We give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Somarande legora seleprelte mesik balajandara parpatakasta. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Rapolko to Christo, popol to Oriente. Ah, we give you thanks, la pambra, la casta, for life and breath and all things. Rico, sukuripa, santa, rabalanda, brasilia. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 This is holy ground. We're standing on holy ground. And 
but there are angels all around. Let us worship King Jesus now. We are standing in his presence on holy ground halavashanda haba branda clado drosto holy 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 is the lord god almighty who was and is and is to come the whole earth is filled with your glory and we know there are angels all around mambradeshtelebrende let us worship king jesus now we are standing in his presence on holy ground rakasta prapalma raframbala janda rakestele brende framazembre diste mamala castolo profolosto crotaboro we worship you prazaka barandere melberiante we join the hosts of heaven and worship you rabal mara prakazele brodo Ridistoro zure kalmendere majababal marazi. Oh, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, Lord. Mendoro sere telmenteri apalarakasta. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Parabrasa perisipralinde. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Sipranda brasipraze koratarbala rasamalanda. Oh, you alone are worthy. Sapa preste prebida vela brasanta. Worthy, worthy, worthy. Zababral mara brasta la brel kileshembrele de kelberiente. We give you thanks, 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 we give you thanks. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise Kasukutekelepelekeste. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Prala Kamarande Krisaluta Kose Prestekevidike Sepilitike. Amarana Karabelo Rukuzele Mante Ketekete Prosto Frefilde Rusukru Dokusto Prabamaragasta. Hallelujah, Semoto Prosto, Fuso Prosto, Prodo Prosto, for the Vente, Vedeviste, Vedevinteleb. We give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. Thank you, Great King, thank you, Holy One. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. We call every need met, every oak destroyed, every burden removed. Thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord. Faithful God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the privilege of serving you, the honor of worshiping you while we are on the earth, the true and living God. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you.
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, we give you thanks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus forevermore. Hallelujah. He's worthy. Praise God. Let's open up our Bibles to the book of Romans and the 12th chapter. And we read there, notice verse 1, it says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Hallelujah. It's an interesting thought there that we are actually uh, not pleading with God, but that he's pleading with us. He's almost, in the language used here, begging us to present our bodies to him, a living sacrifice, which is the only reasonable thing. Hallelujah. It just makes sense. It's just a logical thing to do so if we can see things from his perspective, if we can see things the way he looks at it. Hallelujah. So it's not that we are praying to God that, uh, you know, we should be able to offer ourselves to him, but rather he's begging us that if we would understand the great plan that he has, the greatness of his thoughts, that we would give our bodies as a living sacrifice to him. In other words, that we are alive to God and dead to certain things. Praise God. We have a scripture like that in First Peter 2, which we consider sometimes when you are meditating on thoughts about health and wholeness. For instance, in 1 Peter 2.24, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. So we are becoming more alive or aware and yielded to the fact that we are the righteousness of God rather than guilt, consciousness, and fear, sickness, and so on. And we are alive to God. Hallelujah. So this is the theme of whatever Jesus paid for, uh, for us, that we can now live unto God and be dead to certain things. We're dead to sin, we're dead to sickness, we're dead to the curse, we're dead to all the things that sin has brought into the world, into this present uh, so-called reality and we can be alive to God, alive to righteousness, alive to health, alive to all the things that Jesus paid for and made us uh, worthy and ready to receive, making us the very righteousness of God in Him. Hallelujah. And so we can boldly take hold of these kind of thoughts because that is plainly written. Hallelujah. Let's hear uh, Romans 12 verse 1 in Canada also. 
ಆದ್ದರಿಂದ ಸಹೋದರರೇ ನೀವು ನಿಮ್ಮ ದೇಹಗಳನ್ನು ಪರಿಶುದ್ಧವು ದೇವರಿಗೆ ಮೆಚ್ಚುಗೆಯೂ ಆಗಿರುವ ಸಜೀವ ಯಜ್ಞವಾಗಿ ಸಮರ್ಪಿಸಬೇಕೆಂದು ದೇವರ ಕರುಣೆಯಿಂದ ನಾನು ನಿಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಬೇಡಿಕೊಳ್ಳುತ್ತೇನೆ ಇದೇ ನಿಮ್ಮ ಯೋಗ್ಯವಾದ ಸೇವೆಯಾಗಿದೆ ಆಮೇನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಸೋ ಯು ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಸಿ देयर आर सर्टेन थॉट्स देयर नोटिस इन रोमन्स 6:11 लुकिंग एट इट फ्रॉम द पर्सपेक्टिव ऑफ द रियलिटी इन द स्पिरिट एंड देन नाउ एक्चुअली वाइटली इन आवर लाइफ and he says that we can reckon certain things write it down in the accounts you know usually people would like to know what is the real movement of things from the accounts so here we have you know like a statement of what is true verse 11 likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin but alive unto god through jesus christ our lord hallelujah so we have the uh the actual word there that is a again from the word logic there is a logical thing to calculate ourselves reckon ourselves logically this makes perfect sense it's not a foolish thing to say you are healed it's not a foolish thing to say you are the righteousness of god in the scheme and the work of jesus christ for us on our behalf this is logical this makes perfect sense that we can count ourselves dead indeed unto sin but alive unto god through jesus christ our lord hallelujah it's nice to know that we can actually do that that we are not making up things and not being unreasonable hallelujah we give thanks for these kind of verses let's hear 611 also in canada ಅದೇ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ನೀವು ಸಹ ಪಾಪದ ಪಾಲಿಗೆ ನಿಜವಾಗಿ ಕರ್ತವರು ನಮ್ಮ ಕರ್ತನಾದ ಯೇಸು ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ಮೂಲಕ ದೇವರಿಗಾಗಿ ಜೀವಿಸುವವರು ಎಂದು ಎಣಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳಿರಿ As a result of that that kind of reasoning let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that you should obey it in the lust thereof Hallelujah neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin but yield yourself unto god as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto god hallelujah notice the progression of those thoughts brings us to a conclusion that these members of ours these bodily members speaking literally of this body is not for anything else but for god isn't that interesting hallelujah you know this body is not ours It belongs to the lord hallelujah praise god it's a very important factor that one will have to consider in their daily life and um think about it because it is important that we appreciate such thinking this is god's perspective and and we need to accept it praise god let's hear um verse 12 uh, also in kannada out of romans 6 higiruvadarinda sayatakka nimma dehada mele paapavannu aalagodisi neevu adara durashigalige olapadabediri glory to god 
And notice verse 19 of 1 Corinthians chapter 6. He says, Paul is uh, emphatic here. He's making a point a little bit strong. He says, What? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own? (laughs) For you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Hallelujah. The ownership of the person that you are. Hallelujah. Whom you call yourself and your own. Actually, he says, you are not your own. You do not belong to yourself. That you are actually bought. You've been purchased with a price. Hallelujah. The transaction has been done. Sorry to let us know that that transaction has already happened. And therefore, legally, by the accounts, we are no longer our own. Praise God. Hallelujah. And so, the price that has been paid is Jesus and his life, blood, his sacrifice, his work, was a payment for us. And therefore, from this kind of thinking, the only conclusion is to glorify God in our body and in our spirit, which are His. Praise God. You can see that. God's thinking, God's way of uh, seeing things is that this is what it logically makes sense to do, to glorify God. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Hallelujah. Interesting. Let's hear uh, 19 and 20 of 1 Corinthians 6 also in Canada. Amen. Notice some words there. Even in Canada, you can see that. What? Praise God. And you are not your own swandam sutta. Hallelujah. You are not your own. <laughs> Praise God. You are not your own. You don't have to. Preserve yourself like that anymore. You are God's property. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And God knows how to take care of his own. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. But we need to think like this. Notice in verse 20, You are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Notice in this uh, lineup of scripture here, the body and the spirit are mentioned. The thing that is empty or not mentioned there is our thinking or our mind. Hallelujah. So the mind there seems to be the only thing that is ours. So even after you pass on and you leave your body here, uh, you take your thinking with you, your memories with you, your soul with you, your spirit who is the real person, on the inside of you, along with all of its thoughts and memories, goes with you. That's yours. Hallelujah. So we have only actually 
one thing that we can be sure of that our mind can be uh, in our control or we can give it to God. Hallelujah. And that is where the sacrifice is actually made in the way we think, in our logical thought processes based on truth. What is the actual true situation? What is the real truth about it is you're not your own. You're bought with price. And so it's about time we realize that uh, the article and the owner uh, have certain requirements. Praise God. And he's saying, if you know how to think clearly, this is the only logical thing to do. Offer yourself as a living sacrifice unto God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. And how is it done? You may notice back in Romans 12. Let's go there. It's a very interesting thought that uh, we can see all of these realities are written very plainly in the scripture. Back in Romans 12, let's go there. It says, we read the first verse. I, be- I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And then he tells us how to do it, verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So you can see the aspect that was missing there, and the method of our transformation is in the mind renewal, a new way of thinking. Hallelujah. The mind of the Christ. Praise God. Thinking differently. And as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Praise God. And so this is going to uh, come towards our prophet in notice that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. It will help us to walk steadily into the purposes of God at each stage of our life. And so our, our life is not in vain. We have not lived an empty, void life just like some other animal or you know, creature out there. Hallelujah. Very interesting. Praise God. Let's hear um, verse 2 also in Canada, Romans 12. Hallelujah. Praise God. So he is begging us, beseeching us by his mercy that we should go forth and do this. It is going to produce results on the earth in our actual life. He's begging us, please, I beg you by the mercies of God. So you can bring to pass the word of God on the earth. Hallelujah. That's the point of it all. So that people who are down here can see that it's possible to enjoy God's way of thinking, God's life, a life truly offered up to God can be seen on the earth. As you understand, nobody in this Bible was perfect. Everyone had their 
bag of problems and situations and way they lived and thought. But you can see there was one person that was perfect and his name was Jesus. Ha ha ha. And so we are called to look at him and consider him and look to the, his way of thinking, his way of reasoning, and that is the mind of Christ. And that if we can yield to that, we therefore can avail of his mercy, which is in those thoughts, in those words, and it will produce for us. Meantime, he's praying for us, speaking on our behalf in heaven, in a high priestly uh, office. Hallelujah. As the good and great shepherd and high priest of our soul. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Isn't it nice to know that Jesus is praying for you right now? Oh, we give you thanks. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Let's go to First Peter, uh, the second chapter again. And we read verse 24. And, uh, you know... Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree. Who's the one that did it? He did it. Hallelujah. Notice the terms his own self. Who his own self. Praise God. That is to clarify beyond any doubt that it was himself. Who his own self bear our sins. Whose sins? Our sins. Not his sins, but our sins. In his own body. Notice the term own, own there, self. His own body. On the tree. Thank you, Jesus. That cross. We being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed or you were healed. Hallelujah. All of this happened 2,000 years ago when he hung on that cross. But in the mind of God, it was already done. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. It's nice to know that in his mind it was already done. Back in Revelations, we can see the scripture says in the 13th chapter of Revelation, it gives us a statement, verse 8. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from before the foundation of the world. Hallelujah. Here, of course, in this uh, mix of verses or words, you can tell that there are going to be some people who are, are going to worship uh, someone else. You know, the Antichrist and Call him God and all of that. And their names are not written in the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah. Amen. Who was slain from the foundation of the world. Glory to God. Before time began. Hallelujah. In the ageless past. Thank you Jesus. Ooh, glory. It's nice to know that there was a plan for you and for I or me, before time began. Glory to God. And therefore you and I are not going to be worshipping any other. Thank God. We worship him who is alive. The God of the living and not of the dead. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord forevermore. Verse 9 continues, If any man have ear, an ear, let him hear. 
Praise God. So not everybody seems to hear these kind of things. But I believe you and I have the hearing ear. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see if we can uh, pick up uh, Revelation 13, 8 also in Canada. Let's also hear the ninth verse in Kannada. Thank you. Praise God. So we're not just talking about this external ear. We all seem to have it, except if you lost it somehow. But then is the ability to hear <laughs> inside, praise God, and perceive what God is saying. Hallelujah. Uh, thank you, Jesus. You know, there were times when this book meant nothing to us. Probably it was in our house if you were born in a so-called Christian home, maybe on the shelf or somewhere gathering dust uh, as a part of the furniture. But then as time passed, you accepted the Lord, and lo and behold, it became your life. Hallelujah. It became the whole Magna Carta of your life, so to speak. It became everything to you. Praise God. Back in First Peter chapter 2. And so we noticed we began to hear. We began to understand. We slowly proceeded uh, through the beginning stages of the book. Maybe read up to Psalms or something poetic there and but as time went we began to see things more clearly and we began to understand something in the gospels and then eventually the book uh, where the epistles are written more of the new covenant we began to see things that even others who are our fellow brethren in the lord would not even appreciate sometimes hallelujah but our main Diet seems to be in the epistles. Our life directly written to us, the words that are from the throne for the church today are written in those epistles. Hallelujah. So this should be our main thinking. We read 1 Peter 2.24, By whose stripes you were healed, it ends, For you were as sheep going astray. That's how we were. That was our past condition. We were as sheep going astray, but are now returned. That's the truth. Returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Hallelujah. So if you have accepted Jesus as your Lord, one time, notice that you were his sheep, but you were as sheep gone astray. Your name was there. You were his already. But you went astray. But now, when you acknowledged it, you came back to him, the shepherd and bishop of your soul. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So your name has been there in the mind of God before time began. But you had to make some uh, choices. And thank God you made the right choice. You have returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your soul. Ooh, glory. The actual overseer and owner of your soul. Amen. So really, is it your soul? Notice it's called your soul. But the, the one who watches over it is him. 
if you like to acknowledge that. Praise God. So even though it is your own you know, imagination and your thoughts and all, you have come as unto a shepherd and owner and saying, I give you my soul also. I offer my thinking also to you, my memories to you. You are the bishop and overseer. You are the good shepherd. I want to go in the way you have for me. Praise God. So the Lordship of Jesus has brought us to a place where we willfully give him our soul, our thinking. Hallelujah. And say, I don't want to think like a sheep gone astray anymore. I want to be able to gather around you as sheep that are being led in the direction and purpose for which they were created. Hallelujah. Not astray, not going off here and there. Glory to God. Can you see the actual call to being a new covenant believer is uh, narrowed down to simply a relationship between the shepherd and the sheep. Those who are going to listen and hearken and follow the plan for which they were created long before any other creation existed. Hallelujah. All those other things are later on. God and you are first. And then all of these things that you see out there, the other created things, other avenues, other plan, plan B and all that. <laughs> so he wants us to slowly whittle away everything else to plan A. Amen. To the perfect will of God. But that can only come if we recognize it logically thinking, clearly thinking, with sound mind, sober thoughts, we're able to think like he's thinking and offer our thoughts to him and say, I want you to be the bishop and overseer of my soul. You can oversee everything that's going on in my thinking, my deep thoughts, my imaginations. I have returned to you indeed. Hallelujah. Amen. Not struggling with it, but yielding to him. Amen. Yield. Yielding. If you miss it, you can also... Just say, forgive me, Father, that was wrong thinking. In Jesus' name, I need to get the right thoughts. And, you know, study the scripture, and lo and behold, he will give you the right thought, the right pattern of thought. And you can uh, find your life coming under the subjection of the great shepherd, the shepherd and bishop of your soul. Let's hear verse 25 also in Canada. Glory to God. So, you know, I believe if you are really listening and tuning in, uh, you are part of what we are doing here and you are listening, actually uh, your life will find itself under the shadow and under the protection and oversight of the Lord himself. Praise God. We want to be under the view and purview of the great bishop of our souls. Hallelujah. He is our great shepherd. Thank you, Jesus. So please um, do not try to cripple yourself or stump yourself or cause yourself to stumble, but rather listen 
If you have an ear, hear. Let us hear these things more and more. Praise God, He's perfect, we are not. We all have to deal with something or another. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is faithful. Let's go back to the book of Hebrews again, uh, the 12th chapter. Notice verse 1. He says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Most people do not know that there is a race set before them. Other things seem to have clouded it out. A plan set before us. A way prepared for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Paths of righteousness, Psalm 22 talks about. Prepared for us. That we should walk in that way. And we need to be able to endure. Looking unto Jesus, verse 2. The author and finisher of our faith. Who, praise God, for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and he sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hmm. Glory to God. Someone has gone ahead of us and we can look at him, consider him. Praise God. The next verse talks about considering him. You don't have to worry too much about, you know, so many examples, but there is a perfect example. Hallelujah. You don't have to say, but he was a believer. He believed this and that. But look at him. You don't have to use those uh, faulty soul looking for an excuse kind of thinking. That's not correct thinking. That is a faulty soul. That is not the right way to think. That is a quitting mentality. That is a whining and a complaining baby mentality looking for an excuse. Hallelujah. But it's time to say there is one person that's perfect. The prescribed person. The biblical way. The one I must consider is Jesus. All the other things are lame excuses. Hallelujah. Amen. Say amen. Ha ha ha. Whether you like it or not, that's the truth. Looking onto Jesus, this book talks to us as though these things are real. More real than anything else in creation. Foremost in our imagination, in our thoughts. Looking onto Jesus. This would be rubbish if we cannot do it. This would make nothing, absolutely no sense, if it is impossible to consider Him. But thank God we can. <laughs> as we read, as we hear, something happens in our soul, in our deep thoughts, and we begin to see, we begin to consider, intently examine and look. Ha, ha, ha. We can look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Praise God. We can. He's the one who started it. He began a good work in us. He is faithful to finish it. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we are looking to Him who is faithful. We're not looking in our strength and our ability. That is why we came to Him in the first place. That's why we came to Him in the first place. Let that register. 
because you could not cope, you could not handle it. And thank God that He's a God who chooses the weak things, the things that are nothing, the foolish things. Those who have enough sense to accept that at that point, through a whole set and slew of situations, you finally come to the end of your tether and you say, You know what? I quit. I give up. I need help here. And we accept that we have nothing. We are nothing. We are weak. We are unable. And lo and behold, he chooses us. But he knew that before time began. He knew that faced with the options, you would choose him. All the others, they glory in their strength and in their ability and their wisdom. And Unfortunately, none can glory in his presence. Hallelujah. Let's just say fortunately. (laughs) Praise God. So we have yielded to that truth and accepted it. And therefore, we are in need of a shepherd. Someone who is going to lead us and guide us. And he is that great shepherd of the sheep. And he has a way of doing it. And this is the prescribed way. Hallelujah. To consider him who is sitting down there and praying for us right now. That we get it. That we understand it. Hallelujah. Not scattered like we were before. Praise God. But now coming into arrangement. You know with his thinking. With his way of doing things. Following there. Verse 3, for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. That is where the quitting takes place. It's in the mind. I was, you know, uh, recently made aware of, you know, a great Bible teacher, man of God, who was going through some serious depression, it seems. my mouth nearly just went like, huh? He said he was so depressed. And he's, a, he's an authority in the New Testament and, you know, all of that. And, uh, you know, he went through some severe depression. And I was thinking to myself, praise God, we're still here. In spite of everything, we're looking up. Hallelujah. Jesus must be feeding us. Jesus must be helping our thoughts. You know, praise God. Wow. He's a faithful God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So it doesn't matter, you know, what you seem to have attained or where you have arrived. It matters that you continue. Hallelujah. You pass through the valley of the shadow of death. You continue all the way in that thinking. And one day at a time, I think it's long enough. Praise God. Hallelujah. And if you flop and fail, you can always go back to Him and yield yourself again. Yielding means saying, forgive me, I messed up. I give you my life. Have your way. All of those thoughts. Amen. I want to do it your way. Not my way, but your way. Hallelujah. Lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. That's where the quitting takes place. Where? In your mind. Not God. Your mind. God never fails. 
He doesn't quit. He never gives up. Amen. Jesus faced it. But thank God he made it all the way through. And is seated at the right hand of God. So we need to consider that if he took our place. Logically. Amen. And he won. Then so can we. He followed the same methods. He studied the scripture from a very early age. He was in the synagogue arguing with the doctors of the law about scriptures and telling them, you know, that he knew his purpose. Hallelujah, they were amazed. You know, his parents came to check on him and found out, he said, should I not be busy about my father's business? Wow, they must have been shocked. So you have a father apart from us here. Hallelujah. This realization is the beginning of it all. That you have a dual, in quote, ownership. That you actually seem to be your own, but you're not your own. You seem to belong to uh, your parents' oversight, but you actually you're on your own. You have another father. You have another spiritual overseer. Praise God. The original owner is not you or them. It's God Almighty. Hallelujah. You know, it, it still baffles me sometimes when I think about how Jesus came to the earth just like anybody else. From some ordinary family. Nothing special to write about. Just an ordinary household somewhere in Nazareth. They said, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Just chose to become like the most insignificant of any of us. Hallelujah. Proving that any one of us, any single one of us can consider him. And do it the way he did it. And because it involves his work and it is his way, we are actually trusting him. His ability, not ourselves. But it just means our thinking must agree with it. We must be able to take sides with him logically. Hallelujah. To take sides with him logically. You know, we think we're very logical. So this is it. The logical truth about it is, you're not your own. You're bought with a price. You belong to someone before time and creation began. And he is today watching over your soul. If you could agree with him, your soul, your thinking, your imaginations would actually be in line with his purpose. And you can see the word and the will of God for your life coming to pass. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. That's important. The mind is where the fainting takes place. Jesus resisted and stood against every other challenge. Notice in verse 5, on the heels of all of those thinkings, and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Praise God. If you endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? 
But if you be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are ye illegitimate. King James used a harsher word, B-A-S-T-A-R-D-S. Amen? And are not sons. Hallelujah. Illegitimate. Notice he did not say, you are orphans. Amen? But he just said, you are illegitimate. So once you accept the fact that you belong to him, you are never an orphan. Amen. But there is something illegal about it if you do not accept his correction. It's illegal. It's illegitimate. Hallelujah. You are not taking advantage of his fatherhood, his care, and you are actually saying that you are illegitimate. You are illegally conceived. Very interesting. So there is a very legal aspect to all of these things. Legally. The highest form of legality is what we are dealing with. Verse 9. Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us. Notice he's bringing us to our closest reference here. Fathers of our flesh which corrected us when we knew nothing. We were just da da do do ga ga goo 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 when we could do nothing. They held us up. They walked us. They spoke to us. They trained us. Hallelujah. We grew up under their care, their tutelage or teaching, and we reverenced them, daddy, mommy, and so on. Shall we not much rather you know, we were saved and born again into this new family. Hallelujah. Amen. Which is very real. Which was before our parents. But trying to give us the understanding. Have you forgotten that there is this correction? There is this parental overview of things. This origination that you belong to a family legally. You are accounted for. You are thought about. You are, you are planned for. You are not a mistake. You did not just illegally jump ship and come in or break in. You were thought about, planned for, legally prepared for, in the mind of God before time began. Oh, glory to God. And so would you not much rather be in subjection? Submitted, yielded to the Father of spirits and truly live is the word there. Actual, full life. Full, overflowing life. The God kind of life. Hallelujah. That is the actual way to think. Praise God. You see your parents, how they tried to, to do what they knew as best as they knew to bring you up properly. Of course, they did not have it all, and no person has it all, but they were trying with whatever they had, whatever resources they had. They were trying to bring forth, you know, in their mind what was best. Would you not much rather be in subjection to the Father of spirits and live? Hallelujah. Correction, subjection, Father of spirits, live. Nice 
correlation, verse 10, for they truly or verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure, what they thought was right, their own pleasure, what gave them pleasure in their own thinking and upbringing. But he, for our profit, he's only thinking about our profit. Praise God. Highest level of profit. This is the profitable way to go. What is the most profitable outcome for your life? That's what he's thinking about. That makes sense. Given all of these facts, this is the most profitable way to go. But he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Once you become a believer, this is the target. To begin to enjoy a life that is set apart to him. Completely devoted to him. That is the target of discipleship. This is not written to sinners, this is written to believers. And therefore, you know, under the pressures of the time they lived in, these Hebrew believers had forgotten that it is written all over the scripture, the old covenant, even in Job, that, you know, uh, you need to be chastened by your parents, corrected by your parents. Have you forgotten that God loves and therefore he corrects? It is a legal thing. That legally, you have to do it like this. If those are your children, and they are uh, accepting of the fatherhood of such a one, then legally, they must be corrected. Hallelujah. It's a proof of the love of God, and the love of the Father. Ha, ha, ha. So you just have to accept it legally. Otherwise, you are being illegal. That thinking is illegitimate. It is actually forbidden. It's forbidden. Hallelujah. To be partakers of His holiness is our target as a believer. Amen. So the fact is that it's not by our own strength. By the yielding of our thinking to Him to see it the way He's seeing it. And uh, we make sure that the, the one who is the great shepherd, who's the overseer and bishop of our soul, uh, he does it. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's read the 11th also. Now, no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous. You know, there's this embarrassment. Oh, oh, I got corrected. Why, you thought you knew everything? You thought you were above? You thought you were perfect? You thought you were so great. That's all, you know, the seeming attitudes of pride right there. It smacks of pride. That's the fallen nature, trying to creep up. Where you say, no, no, God is not everything I am. It's my body, it's my life. It's me. That's pride. You cannot go down that path if you want success with God. We commanded again to yield. To again say, Lord, I'm sorry. That was prideful thinking. Thinking that I own myself. I, I originated myself. I don't even know where I came from. <laughs> I woke up and here I am. But then there were parents who took care of us. To some level. And he's saying, will you not much rather be in subjection to the father of spirits and live? 
I think we should go with that. But notice how he progressed our thinking that way. When we could not help ourselves, when we could not think clearly, all we could do was just in wonderful amazement look around. They spoke to us those words. They trained us. They showed us. Hallelujah. And now we should, with that simple childlike innocence, listen to his instruction, his correction, and accept it, knowing that we are not our own. We did not just appear by ourselves. It's not our effort. He brought us here. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So there is this unpleasantness about being corrected and just chalk it down to pride, which all of us have. Ha, ha, ha. Moses was the most humble person, and he wrote it down himself. That's very interesting. But grievous... Nevertheless, afterward it yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Hallelujah. There is always fruit. There is always a produce. But it has to be yielded to. This correction has to be yielded to. And therefore, lift up your hands which hang down and feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet. Lest that which is lame be turned out of the way, but let it rather be healed. You see, there is this interesting aspect of you are making your path. You are making your way. But at the same time, it is a way that he prepared for you before time began. So that... uh, Seeming contradiction. That he made a way for me, but I make it also because I'm involved in the process. Hallelujah. And so our mind quits at various points and God knows that. And that's why we have somebody mediating, interceding, praying, caring for us. He knows the mind. And he had the mind that stood against it all. Many times he prayed deeply. So Intensely, he communed with God for strength to do the will of God that sometimes his pores had blood, you know, pouring out. His sweat pores mixed with blood. That's a lot of pressure in prayer, just prayer. We're not talking about sitting in the bathroom and, you know, using the, you know, toilet or anything like that. This is a different kind of pressure. (laughs) This is prayer pressure. We know there's pressure in prayer. That's why it's not very popular. But we are called to always pray and not quit. Men ought to always pray and not faint. Hallelujah. All of these things which our nature, in quote, doesn't seem to like is what we are called to. So it's not by our strength or our ability. Amen. That's why we're given the great ministry of the Holy Spirit, the helper. The standby, the strengthener, the comforter. And you know, this third person is the one with us today on the earth. Directly connected to the ministry of the Lord Jesus at the right hand for us. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. I think we've gone quite far. Let's see if we can read verse 5 through to um, maybe 11. Or 12. Sorry. Yeah. 
ಮಕ್ಕಳಿಗೆ ಹೇಳುವಂತೆ ನಿಮಗೆ ಹೇಳಿದ ಎಚ್ಚರಿಕೆಯ ಮಾತನ್ನು ಮರೆತು ಬಿಟ್ಟಿದ್ದೀರೋ ಏನೆಂದರೆ ನನ್ನ ಮಗನೇ ಕರ್ತನ ಶಿಕ್ಷೆಯನ್ನು ತಾತ್ಸಾರ ಮಾಡಬೇಡ ಇಲ್ಲವೇ ಆತನು ನಿನ್ನನ್ನು ಗದರಿಸುವಾಗ ಬೇಸರಗೊಳ್ಳಬೇಡ ಕರ್ತನು ತಾನು ಪ್ರೀತಿಸುವವನನ್ನೇ ಶಿಕ್ಷಿಸುವತ್ತಾನೆ ತಾನು ಸೇರಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವ ಪ್ರತಿಯೊಬ್ಬ ಮಗನನ್ನು ಹೊಡೆಯುತ್ತಾನೆ ಎಂಬುದು ನೀವು ಶಿಕ್ಷೆಯನ್ನು ತಾಳಿಕೊಂಡರೆ ದೇವರು ನಿಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಪುತ್ರರೆಂದು ನಡೆಸುವತ್ತಾನೆ ತಂದೆಯಿಂದ ಶಿಕ್ಷೆ ಹೊಂದದ ಮಗನಲ್ಲಿ ನೀವು ಶಿಕ್ಷೆ ಹೊಂದುವವರೆಲ್ಲರೊಂದಿಗೆ ಪಾಲುಗಾರರಾಗಿರದಿದ್ದರೆ ನೀವು ಆಧಾರದಿಂದ ಹುಟ್ಟಿದವರೇ ಹೊರತು ಪುತ್ರರಲ್ಲ ಇದು ಮಾತ್ರವಲ್ಲದೆ ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಶಿಕ್ಷಿಸಿದಂತ ಶರೀರ ಸಂಬಂಧವಾದ ತಂದೆಗಳನ್ನು ಸನ್ಮಾನಿಸಿದೆವಷ್ಟೇ ಆತ್ಮಗಳಿಗೆ ತಂದೆಯಾಗಿರುವ ಆತನಿಗೆ ನಾವು ಇನ್ನೂ ಎಷ್ಟೋ ಹೆಚ್ಚಾಗಿ ಒಳಪಟ್ಟು ಜೀವಿಸಬೇಕಲ್ಲವೇ ಅವರು ನಿಜವಾಗಿಯೂ ಕೆಲವು ದಿವಸಗಳ ಪ್ರಯೋಜನವನ್ನು ಲಕ್ಷ್ಯಕ್ಕೆ ತೆಗೆದುಕೊಂಡು ತಮ್ಮ ಮನಸ್ಸಿಗೆ ತೋರಿದಂತೆ ನಮ್ಮನ್ನು ಶಿಕ್ಷಿಸಿದರು ಆತನಾದರೂ ನಾವು ತನ್ನ ಪರಿಶುದ್ಧತೆಯಲ್ಲಿ ಪಾಲುಗಾರರಾಗಬೇಕೆಂದು ನಮ್ಮ ಪ್ರಯೋಜನಕ್ಕಾಗಿಯೇ ಶಿಕ್ಷಿಸುತ್ತಾನೆ ಯಾವ ಶಿಕ್ಷೆಯಾದರೂ ತತ್ಕಾಲಕ್ಕೆ ಸಂತೋಷಕರವಾಗಿ ತೋಚದೆ ಕ್ರೂರವಾಗಿ ತೋಚುತ್ತದೆ ಆದರೂ ತರುವಾಯ ಅದು ಶಿಕ್ಷೆ ಹೊಂದಿದವರಿಗೆ ಸಮಾಧಾನವುಳ್ಳ ನೀತಿಯ ಫಲವನ್ನು ಕೊಡುತ್ತದೆ ಹೀಗಿರುವುದರಿಂದ ಜೋಲು ಬಿದ್ದ ಕೈಗಳನ್ನು ಬಲಹೀನವಾದ ಮೊಣಕಾಲುಗಳನ್ನು ನೆಟ್ಟಗೆ ಮಾಡಿರಿ There's a lot there. Now let's go into a couple of thoughts now that probably you have encountered while talking about eternal judgment, which is one of those basic doctrines, supposed to be basic doctrines of, you know, our covenant. In Revelation chapter 20, there's something that uh, you and I will just be watching, I believe, Uh, it's called the great white throne judgment notice revelation chapter 20 and uh, i read from um let's see verse 10 and the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever That's where that starts from. Mr. D is already dispensed with. Ha ha. Forever and ever. In that lake. Fiery. But then verse 11 picks up a thought. He says, and I saw a great white throne. Great white throne. Hallelujah. That sat and him that sat on it. From whose face the earth, the heaven fled away. Praise God. And there was found no place for them. Think about that for a minute. This person is an interesting person. This scene is just a great white throne. And him that sat upon it. And everything else vanished. What do you see? Only a great white throne. Nothing else. If that is not a sign that says, I am, then what is? Hallelujah. Nothing else. Everything else just disappeared. No place found for them. No place. There's no place for anything else. All those things that you see out there created, he created them. Now he's the one who's saying, 
everything else disappear. In my presence, I am. He's the one. For us, we know that. In our spirits, we know that. Our minds are getting cognitive of it now and then more and more. Holiness is, everything is just you. 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 So we sing, Allah, Yesu, Yesu, Yesu. Hallelujah. We are acknowledging it. That it is you, Lord. But this is the reality. That every other thing disappears. He created them. In the beginning, God. So you could say Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all three of them are on that throne, right? Are they equal? But they're also individual. Everything else was made by them. Without them, let us make man. Let us. Three persons in one, co-equal, perfectly harmonious. Everything else disappears. And there is the unbeliever looking at this one person. Oops, no earth, nothing. Everything has disappeared. So I, I wonder if they'll be noticing that everything is disappearing. I think they may be seeing it like that. First there was everything, and then suddenly everything's disappearing because of the presence of him who's sitting on this great white throne. Amen? Ah, it's quite a thought, isn't it? And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. The books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things, which were written in the books according to their words. The sea gave up the dead, which were in it. Death and hell delivered up the dead, which were in them. They were judged every man according to their works. Hell and death were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. Whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Thank God our names are written in the book of life. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. So for us it is just that I believe it's a view that we probably, I believe, are granted to just see it from far. We are not there as the subjects of that. But we can also witness it, I believe, from some place. Aren't you glad that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life? Ha, 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 ha. You can just sing all the way to heaven. That your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is your name written in the Lamb's book of life? Hallelujah. Ooh, we give you thanks. Let's read uh, the Revelation 20, the 11th and the 12th verse. Amen. Amen. 
ಇದಲ್ಲದೆ ಸತ್ತವರಾದ ಚಿಕ್ಕವರು ದೊಡ್ಡವರು ದೇವರ ಮುಂದೆ ನಿಂತಿರುವುದನ್ನು ನಾನು ಕಂಡೆನು ಆಗ ಪುಸ್ತಕಗಳು ತೆರೆಯಲ್ಪಟ್ಟವು ಜೀವಗ್ರಂಥವೆಂಬ ಇನ್ನೊಂದು ಪುಸ್ತಕವು ತೆರೆಯಲ್ಪಟ್ಟಿತು ಆ ಪುಸ್ತಕಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಬರೆದ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ಅವರವರ ಕೃತ್ಯಗಳಿಗೆ ತಕ್ಕಂತೆ ಸತ್ತವರಿಗೆ Praise God. I mean, the whole thing is worth reading out there. Maybe we should hear the whole thing in Canada. Thanks, brother. Samudravu tanmalagidda sattavarannu oppisitu. Nuttyuvu pataalavu tamma vashadalidda sattavarannu oppisidavu. Avaralli pratiyubbanige avanavana kruttyagala prakara nyayatipaitu. Aamele nuttyuvu narakavu benkiya kerege dobbal pattavu. Ide eradaneya maranavu. ಯಾವನ ಹೆಸರು ಜೀವಗ್ರಂಥದಲ್ಲಿ ಬರೆದದ್ದಾಗಿ ಕಾಣಲಿಲ್ಲವೋ ಅವನು ಬೆಂಕಿಯ ಕೆರೆಗೆ ದೊಬ್ಬಲ್ಪಟ್ಟನು back in Luke chapter 10 Jesus was talking to them who had come back very excited that demons were subject unto them through his name and he told them in the 20th verse of Luke 10 notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven hallelujah you know i was somewhere recently and in a bathroom and there was a guy there the minute i walked in he started coughing and spitting and acting all strange nobody else was watching particularly a military man was watching i kind of knew immediately what was going on and this guy just was totally not normal anymore and he was just looking for a way to escape and i under my breath i rebuked and cursed things and he just ran out of that bathroom in a hurry and dashed into an elevator and that was that amen and it does make you kind of understand to some level that the one that's inside you is greater than the one out there hallelujah and it kind of jogs your mind again and reminds you again what's on the inside of you and what authority you have praise god and it can put you in a place of thinking but he said don't rejoice because you know spirits are subject unto you through my name but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven you can go around just thinking woo my name is written in heaven <laughs> my name is written in heaven glory ha 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 my name is written in heaven it's a process because your name is written in heaven therefore these things happen amen glory to god the precursor to it all is that you were thought about accounted for you were given birth you are legally from a family that is from above jesus said i am from above you are from this earth speaking at that time today we are from above hallelujah praise god Rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Glory to God, glory to God. And he continued in that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank thee, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou, glory, that thou has hid these things from the wise and prudent and has revealed them unto babes, even so, Father, so it seemed good in thy sight. <laughs> the wise and the prudent have no clue what's going on. Talking about your names written in heaven. Look at these guys. But to the babes, ha 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 ha, innocent born again little babies. 
they just know. <laughs> they look at the father's face and say, yeah, thank God I'm in the right family. Whoa, I don't have to worry. My past is over. I have no past. <laughs> Forgetting the things that are past. <laughs> oh, I'm a new creature. Glory to God. My name is written in heaven. <laughs> because it seemed good in his sight. It was in his sight. For him it was right. Legally done from heaven. This is the right thing to do. And Jesus rejoiced about it. You should rejoice about it too. <laughs> that he chose the things that seemed to be insignificant, unwise, silly, bunch of hillbillies or whatever. Glory to God. Some modern idiot, you know. He chose us. Praise God. <laughs> Woo! Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Glory to God. 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 You see, it's not that God hid them from such people. They did something which hid themselves from him. It was their choice. Amen. But in God's wisdom, it looked as though, you know, he hid them from such things. But it was their personal choice. Hallelujah. That given the same dramatic arrangement of incidents, they would not choose Jesus. They would choose themselves and their own God. Hallelujah. And God knew that before time began. Oh, glory to God. Aren't you glad? Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians also. Let's go there. It's nice to know how legal things are. You know, it's very legal. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Thank you, Father. Let's read verse Ephesians 1. Notice there, verse 11. In whom also you have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Paul was able to write it down. It took a lot of effort to put down those things. You can see, just by the struggling of words there, you can tell. To bring it out, inheritance, predestination, purpose of God, working all things out, the counsel of his will. People don't, they don't put things together like that because nobody has uh, seen such things. This is you. This is you and your God. But we walk around as if we have nothing, no inheritance, no destiny, no purpose. Like sheep without a shepherd. We missed the point, right? That's the new covenant right there. The family from above. We walk around as if we have no destiny, no purpose. Nobody's bothered. It's just me, myself. Praise God. We have to be able to see things and hear things which... Others are not seeing and hearing. It's only there in this book. 
that we, verse 12, should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's a kind of first trusting. Amen. It's a kind of first trusting. You know, you are called first, first fruits because you did it by faith without seeing anything. It's a special type of people. You're not, you know, like everybody else who have to see before they believe. <sighs> glory. You are for the praise of His glory in whom you trusted also that after you heard of the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that you believe, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit. Promise. Woohoo! Glory to God. Which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. See, this is the thing. There is coming the redemption of this body. But till that moment, we can offer this body to him. The one who purchased it is coming to redeem it. Praise God. And he is excited a, that it is his own body being given to him, finally. B, that that body did his will and his purpose and enjoyed the glories that it was created for. Like a father is excited that the son did it, got it, achieved it, partook of it. You enjoyed that life. Wow! And then he crowns you for it. <laughs> because he enjoys it. It is his good pleasure. And just celebrates you. Rejoices over you. Praise God. What a person, right? So other thoughts will come. Lame thoughts. Lying thoughts. Quitty thoughts. They'll always come. So if, if we can, you know, physician heal thyself or take your own medication open up the bottle and keep taking it every day, we should be in a different place altogether. Say amen. Woo! <laughs> we are not judge and jury. God knows that we are saying, Lord, this is a wonderful plan. This is an awesome plan. Hallelujah. This is too good. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let's go to one more scripture. It's not over. Just one more along that thinking. Don't you just love his word? Don't you just love the things of God? Oh, praise God. Notice this prayer or desire in First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter. The very God of peace sanctify you wholly. Hmm. Praise God. Who should do it? The God of peace. Not you, because you offer yourself. See that combination as a living sacrifice. Sanctify you wholly, separate you unto himself, make holy, etc. Holy, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Notice that it's called preserving it blameless. Spirit and soul and body preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Not sinless in quote, 
but blameless. You messed up, but he, you acknowledged it, you yielded, forgiven, forgotten. To stay like that, separated unto him. It's a process. It takes time. And then you realize you're walking in a different level. There's, some things do not stick on you anymore. They used to be closely besetting. Of course, the sins are gone, but the weights are hanging around and you're dealing with them and thank God it's getting better. The race is becoming a little more fluid. You're able to see some things in the horizon that you're attaining. You're going towards those things. Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> we have an occasional bruja like that. Preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But notice, 24, faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. <laughs> he will do it. I need to begin to think like that. I need to begin to appreciate, yes, this is the way I want it, Lord. This is what I want. This is your way. It's, it makes sense. This is logical. Now, Lord, I thank you. That is not my strength. It's not my ability. You're the one who called me out of darkness into the marvelous light. You will do it. You're going to help me. I'm going to cooperate with you. We're working with this. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Let's hear those verses real fast if we can. First Thessalonians five twenty three and then twenty four. Shanti Dayakanaga Devaru Tane Nimmanu Paripurnavagi Pavitra Madali Hidalade Namma Kartanaga Yesu Kristana Barona Dali Nimma Atma Prana Sharira Gadu Dosha Villade Sampurnavagi Karnisuvante Madali. Nimmanu Kareu Vatanu Nambigastanu Atanu Tana Karyavanu Sadisuvanu. Notice a similar scripture, we use it in prayer very often. Second Thessalonians three three. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Ha 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 Glory. Let's hear that also. So we were saying the other time that there is a working that is inside. God is working in us both to will and do his good pleasure. But we have to like tune in and say, hmm, there's a working going on. I need to go with that. I need to think with that. And he who is working, he who began that good work in us, is faithful to finish it. The author to finish up. Hallelujah. To bring it to fruition. But we have to cooperate. You cannot just say all things will work out for good. <laughs> no, you got to pray. Just to make it today, like MC Hammer said. Got to pray. Hallelujah. Cooperate with His power. The great, mighty Holy Spirit wants to pray out some things. Hallelujah. And you tune in and say, I give my tongue to that. I give myself to that. And you yield. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Did we hear the third? Yeah, good. Let's move on to something else as we uh, let's see what we can do in Second Peter. Peter now picks up the thread that we were looking at in Revelation chapter 20 
and has a way of saying it also. Let's look at it. Verse 10 of Second Peter 3. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. That's not uh, necessarily speaking about us. Praise God. In the night in the which the heavens shall pass away. You can see it's another day. The heavens shall pass away with a great noise. Great noise. Pow, pow, explosions. Great noise. Hallelujah. Elements shall melt with fervent heat. It's not a flood anymore. It's going to be great noise and fire. Fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Hmm, interesting. There are various translations to all of these things. Verse 11 continues, Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved. Dissolved. Have you poured uh, acid on, you know, something and watched it just dissolve? Dissolve. What manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness. How does this refer to us? What does this have to do with us? It affects us. Whatever you're seeing, whatever is so real to you right now, is going to dissolve. It's going to just disappear and burn and with a great loud noise. Explosive stuff. <laughs> Roar. Torn to pieces. Ripped apart. Gone. Everything will flee. Disappear. Verse 12. Looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of the Lord or the day of God, wherein the heavens, being on fire, shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. More emphasis again. Nevertheless, hallelujah, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Ha, ha, ha. Wherefore, beloved, 14 continues, seeing that you look for such things, be diligent that you may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. That's why we want to be like that. Hallelujah. That is our motivation. It's all going to be burnt. Everything's going to disappear. Ultimate reality, there's just this great white throne and him that sat upon it. It is him that matters. Amen. Amen. I mean, you can't say it more clear than this. Glory to God. Let's see if we can read uh, also in Canada as our time ticks away. Second Peter 3, uh, 10 all the way down to... 13, no, 14, yeah. Hallelujah. 
ದೇವರ ದಿನದ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಕ್ಷತೆಯನ್ನು ಎದುರು ನೋಡುತ್ತಾ ಆತುರಪಡುವ ಆ ದಿನದಲ್ಲಿ ಆಕಾಶಗಳು ಬೆಂಕಿ ಹತ್ತಿ ಲಯವಾಗಿ ಹೋಗುವವು ಅತಿ ಉಷ್ಣದಿಂದ ಪಂಚಭೂತಗಳು ಉಳಿದು ಕರಗಿ ಹೋಗುವವಲ್ಲವೇ ಆದಾಗ್ಯೂ ನಾವು ಆತನ ವಾಗ್ದಾನದ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ನೂತನ ಆಕಾಶಗಳನ್ನು ನೂತನ ಭೂಮಿಯನ್ನು ಎದುರು ನೋಡುತ್ತಾ ಇದ್ದೇವೆ ಅವುಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ನೀತಿಯು ವಾಸವಾಗಿರುವುದು ಆದ ಕಾರಣ ಪ್ರಿಯರೇ ನೀವು ಇಂಥವುಗಳನ್ನು ಎದುರು ನೋಡುವವರಾಗಿರುವುದರಿಂದ ಸಮಾಧಾನದಲ್ಲಿದ್ದು ನಿರ್ಮಲರಾಗಿಯೂ ನಿರ್ದೋಷಿಗಳಾಗಿಯೂ ಆತನಿಗೆ ಕಾಣಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವಂತೆ ಜಾಗ್ರತೆಯುಳ್ಳವರಾಗಿರ್ರಿ that the unbeliever is going to experience a very amazing ghastly sight it's going to see some stuff where everything else disappears melts away explosively disappears and all you will see is one sitting on a very high white throne everything fi- just finds a way away away from that person <laughs> and there you have no place to run you just facing him and it's supposed to affect us also knowing that this is what it's like and there are benefits to being yielded to this person being on his side as much as possible who has noted us and called for us long time ago i knew your name before i formed you in the womb such a person I knitted you in your mother's womb. The thoughts that I think towards you are more in number than the sand on the seashore. Whoa, I'm in his mind. That person is the one that matters. Everything else that you see does not really matter compared to him. To see that now is wisdom and understanding. One verse that could help us with this is Habakkuk 2:20. He says, this kind of describes how it will be, but the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. You just have to shut up. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Worship him. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah to the Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah to the Almighty, the creator and possessor of the heavens and the earth. The one who owns us, who formed us. He we belong to you, Lord. We trust you. We yield to you. Forgive us if we have been thinking otherwise. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you. Thank you Lord 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 we brought nothing we will take nothing we came naked we will return like that we worship you for life and breath and all things you are the one that is worthy hallelujah with all this in mind we declare you alone are worthy you are holy 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 and we want to live in that place set apart devoted to you We trust you that you will work in us and as you are working we cooperate with you hallelujah we pray prayers we think thoughts we speak words we ponder on these things we 
co-labor with you. Hallelujah. We worship you who is full of mercy, whose mercies are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Faithful are you who called us, who will also do it. We worship you. We take advantage of your ministry at the right hand, praying for us, interceding for us. Worship you, mighty Holy Spirit. We worship you who lives in us, who called us his own temple. We worship you. We worship you. What an awesome thing. Haha, <laughs> that the living God is in us today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We worship you, we worship you that our feet are coming in line. Our hands are coming in line. The paths that you prepared for us, we will walk in them. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks, we give you thanks. You're worthy, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's hear Habakkuk 2.20 also in Canada as we close. Praise God. Adare Katanu Tana Parishuddha Mandiradali Dane Atana Munde Bumiella Maunavagirali. Amen. That also means everything that's created the physical earth. Silence before him. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I believe the Lord is quickening us, leading us into these paths. And we pay attention, we trust him for mercy and grace. Nobody's perfect, all of us go through stuff, but he's faithful. We return to him who is faithful, the great shepherd, bishop, and overseer of our souls. We worship you for your mercy, 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 mercy. You brought us thus far. We are grateful for taking us through one day at a time. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Wonderful, wonderful. If you'd like to give, it's a great opportunity. We're so glad to honestly uh, be able to say such things. Uh, meditate on these things in the midst of it all. I believe God is faithful. And he will return to you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, God will cause men to give to your bosom. The earth yields for you. Angels are working right now, ministering for you. Hallelujah. Ha ha, what a day we live in. Praise God. Thank you, team. Thank you so much. You're blessed.